Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. ...is the voice of basketball, and uh, he was calling the game last night, the FIBA World Cup qualifier between the Boomers and Bahrain. It was an 83-51 victory to the Boomers. John Casey joins us now. Hello, Case. G'day, Kimbo. How are you going, Rooch? Good to be with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. Yes, 2023. It's almost March. It'll be, well, next Wednesday. I think it's the 1st of March. So where is the year going? It's flying along. <laughs> now, Case, we don't choose to embarrass you, but we like to do it. Uh, you are an absolute <laughs> gun when it comes to the Seven Network. Uh, you're one of their leading sporting journos by a mile. You would have seen the uh, the audio or the video, the little documentary on Carl Viet going around, have you? I've only heard about it. I've been in transit a bit today and haven't tracked it down, but it sounds like it's something I should get my hands on. And have oh, a we, are putting it, we are putting a little, <laughs> lot of trust in Bumfluff Benny at the moment. He's been out there beeping out every second word. We'll give you, because we've got people saying we'll play it, but we can't play yep. it. We're going to give you 10 seconds. I think you'll pick up the gist. Here we go. And we go out there to... Mate, sake, man. How can you not see that? <laughs> me, man. Hey, this disgraceful decision. <laughs> the reason wow. we just had we just had Carl Beard on, and uh, oh, there's Grasshopper, one of the Romeo stars. Is that out Grasshopper? There. That's Grasshopper, just walking past at number one oh. King William Street. Hey, let's. Uh, what was that signal he just gave you? What? You wanted to order, what, uh, an extra coffee? One coffee, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he gave me the, um, the, 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 polite <laughs> little, coffee. The, the polite little wave. All right, let's make it about case now. Uh, Australia, the Boomers, not in any trouble against Bahrain last night? No, it wasn't their best performance, but the team have only been together for less than a week and a mm. new coach, and uh, it was always going to be a little bit scratchy. And not very often you win by 32 and you think that it's a scratchy performance. But in the third quarter, they... Scored only seven points and went one of 17 from the field, including none of eight from three-point territory. Ooh. So that gives you an indication of their, at times, how they struggled. But full credit to Bahrain, because the last time they played, you know, we won by 54 and we're all over them. And uh, they closed the gap to 32. That's the idea of having these World Cup qualifiers through mm. Asia, is you have emerging nations like uh, Bahrain. And uh, they are able to get good experience and they've improved dramatically on the last time we played them. And let's hope that they improve, uh, continue on that path and you know, work their way uh, up the rankings. Does it help Australia, though, playing Bahrain and playing Kazakhstan? Probably not as much. Hmm. Uh, but Australia were once in Bahrain's position when you consider where we started, if it had not been at the Melbourne Olympics in 1956, where Australia played basketball as the host nation, yeah. uh, that really kick-started the sport here. So you have to start somewhere. And I think for uh, world number three, Australia, to be sharing a love with an emerging nation is good. And you also look at it from the point of view of the referees that we had last night, one from Korea, one from Singapore, and one from Malaysia. I won't mention their names because it will go on for some time. But, uh, you know, the experience that they gained and everything associated with the FIBA World Cup. So it's not ideal. And, of course, the timing could have been better. It's forced the NBL Grand Final Series to be pushed back another week as well. But 
I think it's for the betterment of sport. And uh, that's the bigger picture here, even if, you know, and even giving experience to the likes of Adelaide 36 and Nick Marshall, who made his Australian Boomers debut last night. Again, you have to start somewhere. And I was reminded by Andrew Gay's in commentary last night that Nathan Sobey was given an opportunity mm. years ago in this type of format and performed so well that um, he gained other opportunities and now he's an Olympic bronze medalist. Hey, John, I'm just having a look at FIBA's notes on this World Cup qualification process, which has got some formulas in here that I swear are written by Albert Einstein, like A and C goes to E and B and D goes to F. How does this work? So you knew you were going to ask. You oh, how does open this that work? Because no one knows, Ruth. Oh, <laughs> thank you. No one knows. It's oh, so let's keep it simple. So Australia, like. so Australia's got through what? Asia and Oceania. So they've merged two groups together, have they? Yes. That's, okay. that's so what they've done. So initially 16... it was Oceania. Right. Yeah, so, so from 16, it's now down to Asia. seven, is it? Eight. It's eight. going to be eight. Eight from okay. Asia, yes. Right. So uh, And 32 nations at the World Cup, um, oh, okay. which, you know, for the first time is being shared amongst three countries. So, when it gets underway, August 25 to September 10 are the dates in the Philippines, Japan and Indonesia. The Philippines and Japan get through as host nations. Indonesia, unfortunately, did not yeah. qualify because they needed to make the quarterfinals of the Asia Cup earlier this so uh, last year, sorry. Okay. And they only made it to the round of 16 and they just couldn't get over China to get to the round of uh, eight. So it's the first time in history of the FIBA World Cup where a host nation has not played, albeit there are three host nations on this occasion. Occasion. And again, that's part of growing the sport through Asia as well, which I think is where the future is for Australian basketball in terms of our domestic competition. Okay. Case, we'll just change direction uh, quickly. As Rich mentioned, you're a man of many talents. In fact, a text just coming through now from Chopsy from Cheltenham. John Casey is something Ruchi in capital letters used to be. A hard-hitting journalist. I enjoyed seeing Koshy <laughs> reeling from a couple of Johnny's hard questions. Did you get Kenny on the back, back foot, did you? Uh, Koshi, yes. Oh, sorry, uh, no, Koshi, yeah. Yeah, look, I think being part of the Channel 7 family just allowed me a little bit of wriggle room in terms of some of the questions that I asked. But I think they were questions that everyone wanted to be uh, asked on their behalf and regarding the future of Ken Hinckley and regarding uh, David Koshy's future with the club as well. He took it all in, uh, in all in good nature. It was certainly, uh, at one stage, he thought I was being a little bit mean, but it was, um, no, I think I think that they were questions that needed well, to be asked in the sense Isn't that, the standard answer that they won't be talking about the coach or talking to the coach until August? That's right, yeah. So that was the question that posed to him, that if they, if they weren't competitive and didn't reach their... Uh, KPIs, would that be the end for Ken Hinckley? And he, of course, deferred and, and said, well, look, we'll discuss that at a later stage. And, I, and then I just posed the question to him about his position mm. as chairman of the football club. He's been there uh, for 10 full seasons and five of those they've made finals. And I guess if the coach is under scrutiny and everyone at the club's under scrutiny, I was just curious if the chairman was, fair what question. his long-term bloody ambitions journal, were. Bloody and, journalist, bloody that's journalist. That's a fair question. No, it's the start of the season. <laughs> Do it at the end of the year. Looking for a headline. Now, John, you are multi-talented. You've also been dealing with the Australian baseballers as they go off to the World Classic. How's that looking? Oh, outstanding. Yes, they just arrived in Japan. It's massive for Australian baseball. Yeah. And I think if people go back and have a look, we've had a lot of success at the international level in terms of baseball. But the World Baseball Classic, it sort of flies under the radar because mm. so much is made 
of the World Series right. in America. But this is basically the FIFA World Cup equivalent of baseball. Right. And we've got part-timers here from Adelaide who uh, have jobs and play baseball um, you know, as a secondary career. And they're going up against multi-millionaires and the biggest players in the world. So yeah. it's going to be fantastic. They've arrived in Japan. And uh, it's going to be a, a great series and won't be surprised if Australia um, do okay there once more. We'll keep across it. Eric Balner, who is the Adelaide Giants media manager, is travelling with the team as the media manager and he's going to keep us uh, informed and you'll see that on Channel 7 as well as they get a little bit closer to the tournament, which uh, doesn't get underway until next month. And, okay. of course, Channel 7 are the host broadcaster for free-to-air AFL and they're covering the sample just as we are on SEN. And, Case, I'm presuming you'll be calling the sample again this year? Yes, looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a great season, isn't it? We've got, I think last count I saw, there were 10 new players in the competition with AFL experience. So uh, it's lurking as uh, going to be a very good uh, season for the sample. And don't forget the Women's World Cup soccer is going to be yes. on Channel 7 as yes. well, uh, which is going to be the biggest event as uh, SEN have been proudly promoting for women's sport in Australia in the history of the world. I think Case, we look forward to seeing you on uh, Channel 7 <laughs> News tonight and talking to you right throughout the year. Good on you, Case. Uh, my pleasure. And could I just say that uh, you can also catch me on ESPN 2, 20pm on Sunday when Australia plays Kazakhstan in the last qualifier for the World Cup. He's a media whore. Let's go to the news. Language. Hey.